Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Flights resume in Hong Kong following violent clashes. Bernie Sanders taking the lead in the latest New Hampshire poll. Two guards and a warden removed following Jeffrey Epstein's death at a Manhattan federal prison. The U.S. budget deficit already exceeding last year's total figure. A North Carolina jury convicting a doctor of handing out 10,000 painkiller prescriptions. Also coming up, the message of the day, a semi-private event with Donald Trump. But first, flights resume at Hong Kong International Airport after Chinese riot police expelled thousands of pro-democracy demonstrators from the facility. The protesters shut down the global transportation hub for two days, canceling thousands of flights. President Trump confirming Beijing now deploying troops and tanks to the region, asking both sides to, quote, remain calm. Bad news for Joe Biden, with Senator Bernie Sanders taking the lead in New Hampshire. According to the latest polling from the Granite State, Sanders now has a six-point lead over the former vice president. You'll remember Sanders easily defeated Hillary Clinton, 60% to 37% during the 2016 New Hampshire Democratic primary. One caveat, early polling often changes quickly. The fallout surrounding the suspicious suicide of Jeffrey Epstein continues, with federal authorities suspending two guards and removing a warden after the felon was found dead in a cell. Attorney General Barr officially opening an investigation, saying he was, quote, personally angered by the death. The U.S. budget deficit already surpassing last year's total as early as July, a 27% increase from the previous year. All in, the Fed is currently $779 billion in the red, fueled by tax cuts and aging population and an 8% increase in federal spending. Jury in North Carolina convicting a doctor of doling out nearly 10,000 painkiller prescriptions in a five-year period. Dr. Sanjay Kumar allegedly used his sports medicine facility to sell powerful opiates between 2011 and 16. The 56-year-old physician was found guilty of five counts of recklessly distributing drugs, also money laundering. He will be sentenced in January, could get decades behind bars. In a moment, I was the only national reporter at a Trump event last weekend. I'll tell you about it next. A young lady was looking to buy her first home in Texas. The market at her price point is very hot, so she went to realestateagentsitrust.com for help. To ensure her offer was accepted, her agent suggested the following steps. One, get pre-qualified with a mortgage company that her agent had a history using to satisfy the seller's agent. Two, Find a home that was priced to sell so they knew the owner was ready to move. Three, find a home well-located and priced correctly so it could be leased if an emergency occurred. Four, anticipating multiple offers, offer more than asking, but still less than what the house would be appraised for. And five, offer to help with some of the closing costs. The house the lady wanted had 10 offers in three days, but she got the house because she had an agent who knew how to get the job done. That's why I love realestateagentsitrust.com. No pinheads, just great agents. Get moving with realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, covering President Trump alone. Last Saturday, I found myself in Bridgehampton, Long Island, covering a Trump fundraiser. There were no other national press people allowed in the event. A couple of local reporters were there, but nobody from the TV media, the radio media, or the print media on a national basis. Now, the reason I was allowed in is because I know the person who threw the fundraiser. And President Trump knows me for 30 years, so he did not object. It was obvious to me that Donald Trump is confident of re-election. He said that, but he also showed it in his body language. Now, to be fair, the crowd was very pro-Trump. The fundraiser took in $5 million, if you can believe it. The Trump campaign is on course to raise $1 billion for the upcoming election. The president talked about Chinese trade, a little tentative on that. He says he's gotten $5 billion more from South Korea to pay for U.S. troops protecting that country, and also he's gotten millions more from Europe in NATO and other enterprises. The president is a dealmaker and was touting that to the crowd. And then he said he's really not running against the Democrats in 2020. He's running against the press. But he didn't really get specific on that. However, he did do a riff on being called a racist. And his point was, when your opposition has nothing else, they call you names like racist. And then he looked at me and said, they called you a racist, O'Reilly, didn't they? Yeah, they did, and they do. Liberal people, far left in particular, will attack those with whom they disagree, and conservatives sometimes do that as well. But the R word, racist, is now used far too much, as we have discussed. The president's speech was funny. He did a lot of material that reminded me of Barack Obama. Barack Obama was an excellent speaker. And Donald Trump didn't have any notes, spoke for 40 minutes, and then he went in and took pictures with the people who paid thousands and thousands of dollars to be at the event. I didn't pay a dime. I never give to any political people because I'm a journalist, and my job is to cover and watch all of those in power, not give them money. So it was kind of a surreal experience for me being at this fundraiser alone with my pad and pen, a throwback. I hadn't done that in a while, and it felt good. I think Donald Trump has a 50-50 chance to be reelected president. It all depends on the economy. The Chinese trade deal is a key. If he gets that in the upcoming months, the economy and the stock market is likely to improve. But if he doesn't get it, a recession may loom, and that will doom President Trump. That is the message. For more news analysis, please head on over to BillOReilly.com, where you can actually see me. Yikes. Coming next, something you might not know. 
Well, you've been hearing about gold all over the news and prices keep going up. Experts warning a recession may be coming and it's time to prepare. A recent analyst this week says he sees gold going up hundreds of dollars per ounce to hit 1700 bucks an ounce. That's why I recommend that you contact the Hartford Gold Group now to learn more. To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group will give you a free silver coin. All of my radio listeners will get it. And if you're listening right now, you can get the coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase is necessary. All you have to do is call them, 877-444-GOLD-GOLD. 877-444-GOLD-GOLD. Give them a call today to claim your free coin and get the information. Available for a limited time only, 877-444-4653, 877-444-4653. Please call today. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. As we just discussed, there's no denying President Trump and the mainstream media have had a contentious relationship since he announced his candidacy just a few years ago in 2015. Mr. Trump's routinely labeled a white supremacist, misogynist, Islamophobe, tax cheat, on and on. The animosity between the president and the media might be shocking to some, but here's something you might not know. President Trump, not the first American leader to have a rocky relationship with the national press. Theodore Roosevelt routinely lashed out at his critics in the media all throughout his career. Teddy often accused people who didn't like him of intentionally lying about his positions in order to manipulate public opinion. In December 1918, Roosevelt blamed one writer for, quote, deliberately misstating the facts and willfully falsifying the truth, perhaps the first documented case of fake news. President Harry Truman also had difficulties with the press. During the 1948 presidential election, the Chicago Tribune was so sure Truman would lose to Republican Thomas Dewey. They printed newspapers with a headline, Dewey defeats Truman, even before the results were in. Perhaps the biggest press embarrassment in history. While commenting on the negative coverage, Harry Truman wrote, quote, In going over the history of various presidents, I find this is nothing new. Washington was abused in the press of his time, and there never was a more thoroughly misrepresented president than Thomas Jefferson, unquote. In 1955, two years after he left office, Harry Truman called journalists covering the White House, quote, lying paid prostitutes of the mind. There are many other examples of presidents lashing out at the media. The big difference today, the internet. Historically, Presidential criticisms of the press occurred in private, through official correspondence. But now, Donald Trump's view of the press, seen almost daily by his 63 million followers on Twitter, and that stuff is quickly picked up by the hated press. The O'Reilly Update will be right back. Mortgage rates near historic lows. Have you taken advantage of that? If not, I suggest you call American Financing to look at a free mortgage review to see just how low your monthly mortgage payments can go. At American Financing, their salary-based mortgage consultants can help you lower your rate, consolidate debt, or access cash, all without resetting your loan term. 
So you're not paying interest on the years you don't need. There's never any obligation or pressure, no upfront fees either, just a custom loan designed around your goals. With rates so low right now, you need to take advantage of a free mortgage review. You could be looking at $1,000 or more in monthly savings, but only if you choose American Financing. So make the 10-minute call today, 888-462-9557, 888-462-9557, or go online to AmericanFinancing.net, American Financing, NMLS, 182334, NMLS, Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.